Hello and welcome to the Stoke City Years, a podcast series that reviews the history of Stoke City, season by season. In this series, myself and Tony Lloyd will be reviewing every individual league season in the history of Stoke City Football Club, from 1888 to wherever the present day is when we actually finish this project. Celebrating the good days, remembering the bad days, and hopefully providing an educational, who knows, maybe even entertaining, look back in Stoke's history. Hopefully this series will be a nice companion piece to A Potted History, the documentary series from the Wizards of Drivel coming this August. But in this episode we tackle the first ever Football League season. But for a bit of background, the story leading up to this story, we now turn to Tony Lloyd. Hello. Um... Okay, so very, very quickly to bring us up to the present day, assuming the present day is 1888. uh, Football in its origins was a violent thing, usually played on holy days in English towns and villages, although widely across medieval and early modern Europe, and was very much the thing you occasionally see reference where a town full of people were split into two teams and beat each other up in the streets in an attempt to get the ball from one end of town to the other. Most of what we know of early mob football comes from people trying to ban it. Edward II had a go at banning it in 1314 because it was distracting people from archery practice. In 1331, Edward III banned football in preparation to invade Scotland, and again in 1349 and 1363. Richard II banned football in 1388, Henry IV banned it in 1410 and again in 1414. James I of Scotland banned football in 1424 and it was banned again in England in 1477 and 1496. Henry VIII took a break from marrying and beheading to order the first ever pair of football boots and also banned football in 1540. In 1604, Shakespeare used the term football player as an insult in King Lear. Basically, it was bad and violent and people and property were getting broken and people were being literally killed. So to put it into perspective, uh, posh people bear-baiting and jousting was fine, but common folk playing football was too violent. Under the bans were relaxed by Elizabeth I... Yes, Queen. This football was not the football we know and love today in 1888. Footy in a more familiar form with a pitch of sorts and two teams appeared roughly in the 1750s, but of course each public school had their own rules and it wasn't a great deal less brutal. But being public school boys, no one really talked about it and then they all went off to take their turn at being Prime Minister. In 1848, the schools got together at Cambridge to try and standardise some rules so they could kick seven shades out of each other instead of their own lot. And the Cambridge rules standardised things such as having goals, which at that point were two flags with a string across between them. Uh, Players could catch the ball as long as they then kicked it. In 1858, Sheffield FC formalised their Sheffield rules, notable as handling was forbidden and you couldn't run with the ball. Uh, hacking, tripping and holding opponents wasn't allowed although pushing and charging was fine Uh, a goal could only be scored by kicking it's worth noting at this point that football and rugby are still the same sport but that really changes in 1863 when the Football Association was formed in London and at the end of the year they presented their draft set of 23 rules and the beautiful game TM was born these matters were not easily decided and one of those present at the inaugural meetings was F.W. Campbell, the Blackheath representative, who was absolutely not having it that hacking should be banned, saying it was vital in developing masculine toughness and that without hacking you will do away with the courage and pluck of the game and it will be bound to bring over a lot of Frenchmen who would beat you with a week's practice. Tellingly, Mr Campbell went on to form the Rugby Football Union, although he and Blackheath were invested in the success of the Football Association to the extent that although Blackheath played their own rules and withdrew from the association, Campbell remained the treasurer. In 1863, the Lords of the Game effectively codified the earlier Cambridge rules, but with pinches here and there from the Sheffield rules. The crossbar was dropped, so any goal that went between the two posts at any height counted. 
the offside rule of sorts was invented. A fair catch of a ball was rewarded with a free kick, but you couldn't run with the ball in hand. And there was no provision in the rules for a goalkeeper, referee, punishments, duration of the match or the number of players. The first experimental game played under the new FA rules was between Barnes and Richmond and ended in a goalless draw. Barnes was so impressed that he went on to help form the Rugby Football Union in 1871. In 1866, a representative team from London played against Sheffield under the association rules, and in 1871, the first Football Association Challenge Cup was played between 15 clubs, and the first cup final was held at the Oval in 1872. Wanderers won the first, second, fifth, sixth and seventh FA Cup finals, and then lost in the first round in 1878, and the club was dissolved shortly afterwards. After much debate in 1885, the Football Association decided to allow professionalism, and in 1888 the Football League was founded. Originally it was going to be called the Association Football Union, but it was felt that was a bit too close to the foot- Rugby Football Union, so they called it the League, and that brings us nicely up to the present day being as it is about September 1888. <sighs> wow. So, yes, a lot to get through. Uh, there and you've managed to get through about a thousand years of history in about three or four minutes so well done to you Thank Tim, you. take a sip of Join water. us next week um, <laughs> <laughs> No, we've got a league season mm. to review and uh, so, sort of give us a bit of historical context on the 1888-89 season we'll look at what was happening in the world at large in 200 workers in the Bryant and May match factory go on strike. Benjamin Harrison defeats Grover Cleveland in the presidential election despite not winning the popular vote. And Jack the Ripper begins his campaign of terror in London. But it proved to be a campaign of error for Stoke FC as they took part (laughs) in the first Football League season. We would also be on the receiving end of dodgy election results and encounter our own problems with striking. But that's later on. So, okay. picture it, the league is set up, it's there. The, the, the first codified football league in England, sort of the genesis, the birth, the origin story of football in this country, and Stoke are there, Stoke are one of just 12 teams to kickstart this phenomenon that it is now. It's, the germs of it all, all are here. Twelve teams, mainly from the from the north, the industrial towns of the north and the midlands, and where do, where do we finish? Should we be listing the twelve teams? Okay. okay. Let, well, let well let's do it um, from top down, shall we? Shall we uh, sort of go through the final? Oh, we could table? do. Yeah. Um, Preston. Preston North End, the original invincible champions. Play 22, won 18, drawn 4, lost 0. A goal average of 4.933. Now, that seems like an awful lot. It does. 74 goals so, he scored in 22 games. That is quite a lot. That That is excessive. Uh, below them, way off the title, having lost five games, is Aston Villa. Quite a dull season. Not one to get the uh, Sky TV company as... It probably didn't exist then. <laughs> interested, not a not a title race to get excited about. Uh, Aston Villa second, Wolverhampton Wanderers in third, then Blackburn, Bolton, West Bromwich Albion, Accrington, Everton, Burnley, Derby County, 
Notts County, and right bottom of the pile, 12th out of 12 teams. It's beautifully typical, isn't Isn't it? it? Stoke, bottom of the first ever league season. 26 goals in 22 games. Four wins, four draws, 14 defeats. A goal average of 0.5. That's that's quite on brand, isn't it? It's very Stoke. Yeah, yeah. I think there's something quite sweet about the the fact that whilst we're there as a founder member, we're we're the shit one. <laughs> we're the kind of oh, we don't do goals. How vulgar. We're the we're the runt of yes. the litter, aren't we? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, our first game was against West Bromwich Albion, and I've got a a lovely. Mm. Very brief match report from the the Sunday Times, the opening games of the um, Football League. And it says, Stokes v West Bromwich Albion, played at Stoke. Despite some fast play, no goals were scored before change of ends, but afterwards the Albion scored twice and so won the game by two goals to none. That's all a match report needs to be. I think Henry Winter (laughs) is uh, stealing a living, to be honest. Just tell us who scored. Just tell us vaguely what happened. That's all we need to know. We can watch the highlights. Well, you couldn't back then. (laughs) Uh, Just just tell us the basic information and let us go about our day. But, yeah, as we we say, not many wins at all. Only four of our 22 games a win. But... uh, we did beat uh, Notts County 3-0. That was our first ever win as a football club. Uh, Tunnicliffe with two. I think Tunnicliffe was the, the, the star man this season. Um, and But yeah, from game 14, we don't win a match at all. Uh, there's some pretty ropey defeats. Uh, 7-0 away at eventual Champions <laughs> Press, in the, uh, which accounts for their excessive goal average that probably wasn't that bad for anyone against them interesting how although nottingham forest claim they were <laughs> founded before us they're nowhere to be seen in this no. league table what were they playing at not playing in the football league presumably they were in the fa cup at that point i, I should have checked i noticed we had a stellar fa cup campaign in this season going out in the first qualifying round at home to warwick county Oh yes, did you also see about uh yeah, so Stoke lose their first ever FA Cup game the more things change, etc. <laughs> but we we lose to Warwick County. I don't know if they still exist. Uh by all means no, they they, don't. <laughs> they no longer exist. They played in the eighteen eighties and that's about it. Um but we had to play our reserves in the FA Cup, possibly pioneering the the reserve teams in FA Cup in the teams not taking it seriously. Do you, do you think there were op-eds written at the time of, oh, it's a disgrace, teams not taking it seriously? But in our defence, uh, we had to play a reserve side because we had a league match on the same day and the the concept of rearranging fixtures was perhaps a bit alien. Perhaps there was a bit of competition between the FA and, and the Football League and uh, we prioritised uh, the away match at Preston North End, which we did, as I mentioned, <laughs> lose 7-0. So we managed to lose twice in one day, uh, going probably bottom of the league and going out the cup at the same time. Remaining bottom of the league, I would guess, yes, judging that... by our results up to that point. Yeah, quite wow. right, quite right. At least we scored a goal in the cup, though. 
yeah. against Warwick. Only one, which wasn't enough to matter. But that's, yeah, that's something. Um, you've, I think you've written this down. I hope I haven't written it down. Uh, James Ballam, the case of James Ballam. Yes, the curious case of James Ballam. I have, on my travels through the newspaper archives, found there was an interesting development where. Let me read from uh, whatever newspaper I got this from. Apologies. This is uh, this is from the uh, Birmingham Daily Post. Uh, and I just need to zoom in enough to read the tiny, tiny print. No, that's not quite enough. OK. Uh, professionalism in football. Damages for breach of contract. Um, at the... Stoke-on-Trent County Court yesterday, His Honour Judge Jordan had before him an action possessing some interest of the football world, as bearing upon the question of professionalism and showing the immunities practised between local clubs. The case was one in which Harry Lockett and Frederick Charles Hammersley, Secretary and Treasurer respectively of Stoke, Stoke Football Club, and Joseph Lewis Ballam, a professional football player, formally connected with the club to recover £20, liquidated damages for breach of contract. Basically what happened is Ballam had signed a contract to play for Stoke um, from September the 1st, 1887 until September the 30th, 1888. And what he actually did was go and play for Port Vale instead because they were giving him more money. And oh, so he just did that. And then we rinsed him for 20 quid. So have that, Ballam. So the, the, the league status, I'm assuming, counts for not much at this stage if Port Vale are... Are tapping up our players and offering them more money to, to play in, I'm guessing either regional leagues or the football alliance at this point. And it was just friendlies, I think, possibly the cup. But yeah, yeah he he was he was earning, uh, twenty shillings per week from Port Vale, I think it was, and we were presumably paying him less than that. So he was like, oh, I'll have that instead. And then yeah, we took five pounds off him for each game he played for them instead of us. So that didn't pay off for him. Yeah, so this is a pretty miserable start to our uh, to our life as a club, if you like. Um, it's a point of maybe interest uh, for some people. The, this is the time uh, where the home championships very much a thing uh, in their in their early years. Uh, Scotland won it, which tells you just how far back in time we are. Um, but uh, the games. Uh, in the same championship, there was one at the Victoria Ground. Really? England beat Wales four-one at the Victoria Ground. So uh, the Victoria Ground did see some, you know, a good attacking football from the home side this year. Uh, it just wasn't Stoke. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the other yeah. thing that mildly amused me about this season was as as the league started, they hadn't decided what to do with points yet. So for the first few games. I don't know what they were seeing on the terraces, but they certainly didn't know how, how points were going to work in the league. So it was like, oh, it was either going to be one point for a win and none for a draw, or two points for a win and one for a draw. So that was weird. But obviously they sorted it out in the end and made sure that we came bottom regardless. <laughs> so I did work out where we would have been if it had been three points for a win instead of two. And safe to say we finished bottom slightly <laughs> worse than we would have done otherwise with our four wins. Mm. Uh, our, our 26 goals is um, <laughs> nine behind the second worst team 
uh, which is Everton <laughs> on 35. And then you jump again to Notts County, who were also also terrible uh, on 40. They did concede 73 goals that season, which is uh, far worse than our 51, uh, in yeah. fairness. So at least we were boring as well as terrible. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think that's that's the thing to take away. I, that Preston uh, 7-0 was a tiny bit of anomaly. There was a couple of fives against us, but... Yeah, we managed to grind out the odd nil-nil or one-all when we wanted. Uh, yeah, we just... were quite happily losing by just one goal. Yeah, that that's just so stoke, isn't it? So uh, <laughs> I think this, this season is showing us kind of uh, the origins of, of so many typically stoke things. Uh, at this point, um, I think there's maybe a misconception that we had the sort of maroon and blue stripes... Uh, that's actually much later. At this point in Stokes history, we do play in red and white stripes. Uh, the Wikipedia little icon has uh, black socks uh, with white shorts as well. Um, so I think we'll uh, wrap this up there and uh, quickly record the, the next one in the series, unless you've got a uh, uh, anything else of interest from this season. I think the only thing I've got left of interest from my weird archive is the annual meeting of members and subscribers of the Stoke Football Club at the end of that season. Oh, um, yes. Where um, Mr. H.N. Marks presided and there was a large attendance. In their annual report, the committee stated that though at first glance the doings of the club did not appear very satisfactory, the results on the whole were as good as in any previous season. So... Yeah, <laughs> it, pretty much it's says the, it all. It's the what were you worried about? It's the what's all the fuss <laughs> about of eighteen eighty eight? We just as shit as we ever were. Yeah, what were you now expecting? We a, now we just have a handy framework for for yeah. telling us how shit we are. We've but got the, a whole the, league system devised to <laughs> yes. reinforce this fact. We can now measure exactly how bad we are, but we do get re-elected. So yes, which means we get to revisit the football league. Yes, uh, the year. relegation not having yet been invented, uh, the bottom four teams, uh, Burnley, Derby, Notts County and Stoke, are all re-elected uh, back to the Football League. Um, I mean, it would kind of be awkward if we weren't. It's like you set up a club of 12 people and then after a year you're not invited back into the club. Seems That would have seemed that harsh. That can't happen. Perhaps. We'll be fine uh, forever. Yes, Absolutely. So yeah, uh, we are staying up. Thank you to the <laughs> mysterious group of men in suits who decide such matters. Uh, we'll just run through the uh, the quick stats uh, as as we close this episode. The 1888-89 season. The chairman was Mr. S. Barker. The manager Harry Lockett. Stoke City played at the Victoria Ground in home colours of red and white stripes. Our top goalscorer in the league was Bob McSkinning. Our highest home attendance was 5,000 against Blackburn Rovers. Our lowest home attendance was 1,500 against Everton. In the FA Cup, we reached the first qualifying round in the Football League. We finished 12th, aka bottom, on 12 points. Thank you very much for listening. Stay tuned for the next instalment of the Stoke City Years.